Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hello, everybody. My name is Caroline, and we are here talking on this episode about my favorite topic, making waves. (laughs) And I have the waves team with me. Hey. Hi. Hi. Amanda. Sorry, I was putting Altoid in my mouth. That was Christy. I'm Taylor. Yes, and we are the Waves team, and we're so excited to talk about this topic. This is our fifth topic on what is Waves, and so this is kind of our hashtag that we put on all of our social media, hashtag making waves, and uh, we are excited to just go there and talk about what Waves is. And so really quick, when is the last time that you made some waves in the ocean or in a swimming pool? Made waves. I have been in waves. The last time we made waves, Taylor and I were out at the beach like a couple weeks ago. Oh no. And there were like a pot of fish, like little fish. <laughs> and not only did they like come by us, but they like swam through us. And if you know anything, that happens. There's something chasing them. Like they're not oh, bigger. I never caught on There's that. something bigger chasing them. And I know for me, I said, uh-uh, and I bolted to the shore. <laughs> you <laughs> made some waves. You started so There was that. It will, like, in the, we will. We it happened earlier. Morning. It was a small fish, and food chain-wise, like, small fish will just be chased by, like, a slightly bigger fish, so that's not a big deal, but we did kind of look at it and go, huh, and we backed up a little bit. <laughs> and then later that afternoon when we went out into the into the water, um, it, it was fish that were, like, the size of our hands. Yeah. Like, they were quite, and, and bigger. They were quite a bit bigger, and they were, like, coming up to the surface, and there were tourists all around us that were like, oh, my gosh, the fish. And they started getting closer. And Christy and I, like, we didn't look at each other. We didn't say anything to each other. We just backed up immediately. Like, both of us were like, nope, we're not doing that. Because something much bigger could be chasing those. And it could be a shark. And you can tell that. the rest of those people there were not from no. Florida or any water place, ocean place. They because no they idea. were like, that's so awesome. Let's take a closer look. And I'm like, back up, folks. Yeah. that's hilarious that is so funny that was a local moment yeah local moment what about you amanda uh last time i made waves was uh, about a week or so ago at my nephew's birthday party james birthday party he had it at the pool and so i got in with my eight nieces and nephews me and cody and and we were carrying around and playing uh, my brain isn't functioning. What's the keep away? The ball, monkey in the middle kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, whatever it's yeah. called. <laughs> so that was lots of fun. We're making lots of waves with them. That's so fun. I love to sit up real close to the ocean or like if you're in the ocean, it's like right at your like waist level mm-hmm. and whenever the waves um <laughs> christy's laughing i do not like to go very far into the ocean <laughs> she's like I, this is good <laughs> i really do i get out there and i'm like let's stop here <laughs> i'm like no let's keep going 
And I'm like, I want to be able to see what's under there and such. But I love whenever the water's pretty calm, but there's like little yeah. bitty waves and it has that little like foaminess to it. And I like to tap my hands on the water and like play with it like a little kid. I just love the feeling. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> Um, I really do that a lot um, whenever I go to the beach. It's very true. Um, it's <laughs> that's cute, my though. version of making waves. So when we talk about making waves, a lot of times in our conferences, we talk about making waves for Christ. And we talk about the, the Great Commission of just making waves in your home, making mm-hmm. waves in your community, and making waves in your world. And so what? when is a time that you have made waves uh, for Christ in your home? Let's start there. She's going to take it back home. (laughs) I feel like many times. (laughs) (laughs) I think I put him on a spot, on a spot just then. I'll I'll share first if you want. I know, like, for me, when I was uh, 17 and 18, I grew up in a denomination where girls didn't go into ministry. Mm -hmm. And so me, when I decided and, like, the Lord had really put on my heart to go into ministry... I remember being like, hey, I'm going to do youth ministry. And I remember I had so many people ask me the question, and what are you going to do with that degree? And I was like, youth ministry, naturally. <laughs> um, I'm going. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, obviously you don't know me well uh, because yeah. if I say I'm going to do something, I'm probably going to do it. Yep. Um, and so, uh, but I know for me that – that was a time where I was making waves, not just at home, but I know that I had certain people in my family that didn't understand why I was going into ministry, and they really questioned me that on that, and they said, can't you just get a business degree, or can't you just get a psychology degree, or can't you just get a teaching degree and do ministry, and I'm like, well, yes, you can, but is that the best path? No, in my mind, I was like, I want to get the best degree for that topic that I can possibly get. Um, to do that the best of my abilities for the glory of God. And so I know I made some waves in my home with that. Um, I know there were times where I called out my father on certain things, and I said, hey, you're not living, right? Like, get right or get left, right? And and I I said that as a young child to him. Um, uh, And and me and him have uh, reconciled. I feel like that came straight from your mom. Uh, No, it actually came from Jeff Foxworthy. (laughs) A little bit of hick in me in Tennessee goes a long way. Uh, but I know that for me, making waves in my home has looked like that at times where I've, I've sometimes in love and sometimes not in love, uh, called out people and I've said, hey, like you're not doing what the Bible says. Why? And some of the times I did that as a teenager, I didn't know that it was inappropriate to say that. I think I, I didn't know the, like, the filter app. I didn't have the filter on my <laughs> mouth to say that, um, to know that there was better ways to do that. But in my, my heart, I wanted good for them. And I was like, mm-hmm. don't you know you're hurting yourself? Don't you know you're hurting other people? Um, and so I caused some friction. I made some waves with that. Not everybody liked me. And even sometimes, I'll be honest, family reunions at times can still be awkward for me because some people still don't agree with what I do and the fact that I'm a girl doing ministry. And mm-hmm. so sometimes it, it leads to, I have had a couple people in my family that it has been 10 plus years since they've asked me how my work was or how my life is. And we only talk about them because they don't like what I do. And so you talk about making waves. Just my presence going home sometimes makes things awkward. So what about you guys? How have you made waves? 
And I will say this, whenever that happens, I'm just like, I'm sorry that makes you uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> that is funny. I think for me, um, grew up in a Christian home, but not a Christian home that like really went to church every Sunday. We knew the Lord. Um, but honestly, when I got serious about God and when God encountered me, um, I went all out for him. Um, I'm talking about just telling him, okay, if you have all these gifts for me, like, let's bring them on. Like, let's mm-hmm. do it. You know, <laughs> I want to prophesy, speak in tongues. Like, I want to evangelize. I want to mm-hmm. heal the sick. Like, let's do it, God. Um, and honestly, and me and my brother, my brother was first like that, and then I got like that. Um, it was a little uncomfortable for everyone in our mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And and they grew up like Church of God, Pentecostal, where they've seen these things. Mm-hmm. Um but it got a little uncomfortable and, and still sometimes I can tell a certain people it's uncomfortable, which I think is hysterical because I like to press people's buttons. Um, <laughs> and the truth is, it's like, I know when things are going bad in, 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 in their lives or something like they'll reach out, you know, but yeah. it's also because they see the fruit. Right. You know, which is always a cool right. thing. Um, people are always watching. Just, just remember that. Um, but really it, Making waves in your family is probably one of the hardest things to do because you don't want to ruffle feathers. No. But at the same time, you're like, the importance of knowing God and being saved, it, it's, it's life and, and death. Saying yes it's serious. And saying yeah. yes yeah. to him and whatever he's asked you to do, like, it's super important. It is important. But I've seen through my obedience to God to where it's taken my parents, certain family members, just it's, it's made them step up. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the thing to remember is when you're obedient to him, like people around you, they're taking notice, they're watching and they're yeah. going to go, I want what she has or mm-hmm. I want what, what he has. You know, they're right. they're going to start to desire those things too. I mean, it, it just happens. Mm-hmm. I will say, I know like I had a cousin who, he, he is a believer, but he had not always been and he had an issue where he had cut his arm pretty bad a major artery a couple uh, new year's eves ago <laughs> and i remember his mom who is one of my aunts reached out to me to pray and i was so glad because i thought man if i hadn't ruffled a few feathers and at least made a few waves they wouldn't have reached out to me and we prayed and it was really cool because <laughs> i even called on you guys to pray yeah. for that and yeah. it was neat because god supernaturally healed his arm they literally had someone like plugging his arm, like his major artery, and they got in there to do surgery and the vessel had like repaired itself. That's amazing. And I just love that because, and he's, he even welded us like a pretty wave sign did, yeah. and it's beautiful oh, and we always yeah. use it on our t-shirt table and stuff, but I always send him a picture of that and I'm just, I'm so thankful that like you start to see the fruit and, and God working in your family. And yeah. when I see him, like he loves hearing about what we do, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like fruit speaks a lot. It does. Yeah, absolutely. What about you guys? How have y'all made waves in your family? Well, similar. Well, I'm okay. So Christy's brother got real good and saved. Then Christy <laughs> got real good and saved. They started a prayer group that I got saved through and I'm their, I'm their cousin and I'm also like their little sister. Yes. Like their parents are my other parents. So it's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but so I got saved through that. Well, when I did, I remember like that big like encounter with the Lord. So like 
true salvation experience. Like, I don't remember how, Christy drove me there, and I don't remember how I got home. I know she drove me home, but I don't remember it. I was, I mean, I was jacked up in the Holy Ghost. So, (laughs) Holy Spirit had come upon her, and she didn't know what was going on. Basically. So, um, I remember the next day just talking to um, my dad and his wife at the time, and and, uh, they were like, well, well, what happened? And I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> like something changed though. And I, I, man, I'm just, I'm going back, you know, next week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just go, I'm doing this thing. I don't even know, remember what I said now. That was um, almost eight years ago, actually, that I did that, which is really cool. And, uh, they said, well, do you feel called to be in ministry? And I said, actually, yeah, I do. And they said, well, they tell everyone that at that church. And I was like, no, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> you guys are silly. So, it definitely ruffled some feathers when you, and, and it's kind of true for, look, I mean, look at anyone in history who's had that real encounter experience. It ruffles people's feathers. That's true. The gospel mm-hmm. is, the true gospel, the true, the true spirit of Christ is polarizing. Either you hate him or you are completely sold out and love him. Yep. That's true. And Jesus ruffled quite a few feathers. Even yeah. Even his own family, <laughs> he was rejected by his brothers, if you think about it. And, uh, in John, it talks in great detail about that, like. People didn't understand. Yeah. What about yep. you, Amanda? Well, I um I can't think of really too many instances. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home, and we were all kind of on on fire, seeking after God and everything. And um, there was one thing that came to mind, and it was actually I um there was a ministry I was a part of that really hurt my family, um, and some things happened, and. Um, <clears throat> There was a lot of offense and things that weren't done right, um, but I, they left the ministry and I really felt like God told me, no, this is where you're supposed to be right now. Mm. Um, so I stayed and stuck it out and forgave and, and worked through it and and I feel like God used that in my life, but it really like again just ruffled some feathers in my family because it's like, are you taking sides against the family? Like, right. no, I love you guys and you're my family, <laughs> but but I gotta obey what God's saying to me. Yeah. Um. And later they grew to respect that and and they were actually proud of me for it. Mm-hmm. Um. But in the middle of it is like, hmm, what is going what on? She think she's doing. Well, and I think it's that way. Anytime the Lord calls you to do something. Yeah. It's going to ruffle feathers, and it is, and it, it is especially in your family, mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's your parents, it's your siblings, they, they know you. They see a different side of you. Exactly, but when God calls you to something, man, you've got to go, and, mm-hmm. and just like Amanda said, like, there's so much fruit out of that situation yeah. now. Like, there's so much fruit from that, from you just saying, no, I'm going to stick with God on this one. Like, I'm yeah. going to be obedient to what he says, um, and don't be afraid to be obedient to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Now, Amanda, I do have a question for you. Like, when you, and I truly don't know this, I I know these girls pretty well, but I haven't ever asked this question. Did it ruffle feathers in your family or make waves whenever you decided to go to Australia? Uh, surprisingly, no. Really? Everyone, I don't know that they actually believed I would do it. Because <laughs> like, she's not going to go all the way like, to Australia. Oh, and she's dead. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Um, because, like, I had never been away from home for more than, I don't know, three days <laughs> up until I left for a year for Australia. <laughs> and um, it shocked even myself, but I just felt like God was stirring it in me. And then the more I would talk about it, the more they, like, saw that that was something God put in me and I was passionate about it. And they're like, well, go for it if you can do it. And 
and it just started happening. So no, it, it really uh, caused a lot of excitement. That's um, cool. That's family. positive, good making way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, good. if Amanda can do that, we can do anything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Now, as far as making waves in your community, um, I know that's that's one that maybe it, you have to branch out a little bit. Like we said, sometimes making waves in our home is is easier. Um, or it's not as easy, excuse me. And making waves in your community sometimes can be easier because you can get people on a bandwagon pretty quick. <laughs> um, if you have a cool t-shirt or a good graphic, um, you can get people on any bandwagon. Or an awesome for... leader like Caroline. Ah, you're so nice. Um, I will say, um, I as far as making waves in, in our community, I've lived in quite a few different communities, but I'll speak about here local in Destin. Um, when I first moved here to Destin, the one thing that I would have changed about the youth ministry that I was leading was a thing called Bible Breakfast. I literally was out on a vendetta to kill it. Like, I didn't tell anyone that, but I purposely moved it to a Thursday because the, the youth pastor before me had been doing it on a Friday. And I was like, what person does a seven or a 7.30 or 8 o'clock a.m. Bible study on their day off. Not me. Not that I'm going to have to lead. No. And so I moved it to Thursday. So I moved the day and time of it. I, I led this Bible study at Chick-fil-A with these middle schoolers. And I the first year, I remember the first like three or four months, only like five to six kids mm -hmm. showed up. And I was like, if it doesn't produce fruit by the second season, I'm cutting it off. I'm like, I'm cutting the branch off. We're not doing that anymore. Like, give me the reason to cut this. And the second season, I'll be a monkey's uncle if that thing didn't grow. And it, it doubled in size. And so suddenly I didn't just need my Toyota Camry to get the children to, ch to school anymore. I had to go get the church van. And then it was like the next season, it like quadrupled. And now it not only, and I'm not even in charge of it anymore. Like, I mean, I, I help with it occasionally, but that ministry there's over 80 kids that go to this Bible study every Thursday morning. And we, we almost shut down the Chick-fil-A last year because there were so many kids coming to Bible study. We had to move to two locations where we do Panera and Chick-fil-A because there's so many kids that want to come to Bible breakfast. And I'm like, the, I think it's kind of funny. Sometimes the thing that you think is not going to work, like God is like, oh, watch this. But I will say um, the, the morning Bible studies uh, that – that I felt like God put, because after that happened, I was like, well, this is bearing fruit, so we should do more of this. So I added Tuesday mornings to my, like, list and agenda, and we started doing Bible studies on Tuesday mornings and at the school, and I have seen more kids get plugged in to not just the youth ministry, but to knowing Jesus mm -hmm. yeah. from doing those morning Bible studies. I've had people look at me and go, what is 20 minutes in the Bible going to do for them, mm -hmm. you know, a week? And I'm like, oh, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes in the Word of God with mm -hmm. somebody that knows how to lead you through it could change your life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it really could. And so I know that we've had tons of kids get healed, delivered, set free, baptized, like, joining in and going to church. And they're dragging their parents that may or may not believe. Yeah. And it has been such a cool thing to be like, whoa, like, I had a small part in saying yes mm -hmm. to that, mm -hmm. but I will say, like, that truly, like, it's made waves in our community. People know not to go to Chick-fil-A on Thursday mornings. <laughs> um, 
legitimately but I know I actually didn't have a ton to do with that that was all Jesus but what about you guys how have you guys uh, made waves or seen other people making waves in our community I think I will really like one of the biggest things community wise for me is our local church body that that uh, Christy and I are a part Mm -hmm. of her her cousin uh her cousin my cousin, her brother, the one that got us both saved, is <laughs> now the pastor of a church that we go to. <laughs> it's a family thing. Um, basically, the whole staff is family, actually, at this point. <laughs> but um, uh, having the opportunity and really the honor to lead worship um, there some mornings and to help lead worship, um, be on that team, um, is really like a huge wave making thing for me in my own life not only does it, i know it blesses other people but it makes waves like in me because mm. i've had to stretch in um in the in the flow of like what holy spirit wants to do we've we we flow a lot there like really we have like three songs and then we just like sing whatever the holy spirit wants us to sing and um it's so powerful and incredible and and new people who come in and um just are really touched are touched touched by that and the lord is has just has moved so powerfully um so for me at, at this point in my life like that's just a huge thing that I, I get to do uh once a week or multiple times a week um another thing i would say is um my well really my husband like has such a heart for his the community where he's from and this community here for um young men who are addicted or um struggling um, really, I guess really with mainly with addiction. My husband came out of meth addiction um, and is fully, completely delivered and set free thanks to Jesus. But he has such a heart to do that um, in other young men and, and guys he's grown up with who are going through the same thing. So he'll go out and like, he'll go spend time with these guys. He'll go out of town back to his hometown to stay with them and make sure that they're doing well. Um, he'll go get them and bring them back here to our house. And like, you know, and I know that uh, some kind of some kind of rehab in the area is going to come from that, um, that he's going to do, like the Lord is calling We need to it. Do. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think it's like the, it's like a baby wave right now, but it's going to just get bigger. Baby wave. Yeah. Baby wave. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say in the community in the past, um, with a young adults group called Crying Out, we had a huge evangelism, uh, push that we did in the, in the Destin area. Yeah. Um, and it was just amazing to see through once again just being obedient to mm-hmm. him, to to the Lord mm-hmm. is that he was touching lives through that um yeah. and people were coming out of such darkness and such sin and and finding God's love and his light and really it was changing their lives completely um there's still people to this day that we met out on the street evangelizing that are now best friends Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it's crazy just to know that, you know, years ago, just going out now, like you're doing life together with these people. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, and, it, <laughs> and it's a trickle down effect too. Um, you know, as, as you start to make waves in your community and you get more bold and you go out um, and you're just being obedient to what the Lord is asking you to do, like other people catch fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that passion, that fire inside of you for the Lord, like it catches onto other people and they can't help but like get passion and, and are enthusiastic about what the Lord's doing and, and they get set free. And then they're like, I got to go tell these other people about what got, what happened to me. Um, and it's, it's a cool domino effect that happens. Um, and right now we are starting a prayer out on Okaloosa Island on the beach. Um, my church is, 
and it's just Chrissy leading it. Yes, I'm leading it. <laughs> um, and it's been just to be truthfully honest, like it's been a hard thing, like for inter- for people to decide to like intercede, like for this community, for um, the Panhandle, for the city of Fort Walton Beach. It's almost like the enemies just put up this wall. And it was like, well, I'm going to make the people too tired. I'm going to make the people not want to. And mm-hmm. and we have completely, like, busted through that, I feel like, um, where people are showing up and they are passionate about seeing revival in this area. Um, and I know us being down on the beach now is just, I can see just people getting saved down mm-hmm. there. People just going, hey, what are what's that group doing? What are That's they awesome. about? Yeah. Um, and just, I'm so excited to see what God does, like, in his creation, you know, there, it's just such a beautiful place to be in a place that he made that man, man didn't make, yeah. man didn't build with their hand, with their own hands, but it's something that he made himself and us to go down there and just to, to worship him and, and to just bring praise to him and then really start to just dig into praying for this area. Right. Um, and for the people in this area to know who God is and, and who he truly is who the word says he is and to know his love and I just we're like right on the cusp of that you know of of I'm like this is about to be nuts out there and I'm so excited to see what the Lord does well and if you don't know much about Destin uh, we are about 45 minutes to an hour uh, outside of Panama City Mm -hmm. Beach and Destin is a highly uh, trafficked area with vacationers. Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. come to town and a lot of times whenever people go on vacation they want to cast aside their worries cast aside their cares that's where they come to let loose like whether you're with your family or your friends or whomever and so we have a lot of people that come down here to drown their sorrows or to get away and to do the things that they would never do at home Um, (laughs) and we're ready to encounter them with the love of Christ. (laughs) Exactly so we're ready to love on them and we're like Man, and there's people like us that are locals that love Jesus, and we want to take that love of God out to the beach that they would truly know um, the true freedom, that Mm -hmm. they're they're trying to taste of this temporary freedom that's going to give them a break from whatever they're doing, and we want them to know that true freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, Amanda, what about you? Are there things that Um, you've seen that you're like, wow? Yeah, well, when you were talking, I also pictured um, what we get to do every week at, at the Crab Trap. Yeah. And our church also has a few other services. We get to do four services on the beach every Sunday. And Just like Jesus see... did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? He didn't need, like, a mm-hmm. steeple. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And, and it is so amazing to be among God's, like, beautiful creation and just see, um, we see hundreds a week coming and most of them are out of town just, and, and it kind of shocks me sometimes because I'm like, I don't necessarily get up at six or seven in the morning to go to church when I'm on vacation, and there are so many <laughs> community people. And know. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> like, there are people who come um, and are just hungry, mm-hmm. and every week we hear of them coming and mm-hmm. and going, wow, thank you so much for doing this. It's like a favorite age. part of their vacation, yeah, which we, is nuts to yeah. me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with you. I don't know that I'd get up that early to do anything other than drink coffee and look at the ocean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, God does uh, bring some dolphins every once yeah. in a while, so it gives them very nice uh, um, scenery, definitely. But that's one really cool um, outreach that I love, um, and I know that it makes waves here and, and just goes back to their hometowns. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were also saying uh, the some of our good friends, Mel and Mona Ponder, 
have a ministry called Business Empowered that they've started where they are bringing... Um, Mona is actually on our board of directors yeah. for Waves. But. Mm-hmm. And uh, they bring uh, different businesses together and, um, and just help encourage them and connect them. Um, it's kind of like a chamber of commerce that's for Christians and it helps yeah. Uh, yeah. just like connect people and making sure that they know that what they do is important, that God has called them to those businesses and, and um, giving them the tools mm-hmm. to really impact that yeah. um, business. And to hear how mm-hmm. like God is moving and working in the marketplace, that God is moving um, in real estate and God is moving mm-hmm. as people are yeah. encountering each other, doing business transactions and people are able to minister and encourage each other in ministry even as they're working in marketplace. Um, but because God is moving and working there, not just in the church, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so continuing our conversation just about making waves for Christ in your home, your community, and your world. So how have you guys seen uh, just people or who are some people that are making waves in our world? I know that we try to do that, but I, I know that like... I was you, about to say we are. <laughs> we are. We are super duper working on that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're doing a great job, okay? <laughs> I would toot our own home horn for well, a second. Well, and I will just say, like, yeah. I, I had a friend of mine, her name's Sula Scow. She actually preached at Waves a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's amazing, and she's doing a lot of things uh, globally, but also locally. Um, but I know she gave me a word before Waves officially started, and she just said that she saw that uh, that. I would be an agent for for just the word going out across many nations. Mm-hmm. And and she said, I really believe that God is going to do that in more than just your voice, but he's going to do that through your writing, through your social media, through blogs. And, yeah. and I've seen how things like the podcast you're listening to or blogs that I've written for Youth Worker Collective or you know, conferences, whether we're going to Africa as a team to minister to girls or even just curriculum that we're working on, um, that the word goes out and it doesn't return void, but it accomplishes exactly what he chose for it to do. Yeah. Um, and that has been my prayer with Waves as we try to, to take things at a global perspective. It's not just that we as a team are like, let's go global. It's not like that. But at the same time, it's like, let's go global. You know? And, and, then, like, and then we ask God, where? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're like, but which country? And what ministry do we partner with? And what do we do? What do we do? What are we bringing? How do we do that? You know, but, but it is a constant growing effort on our parts of just taking his hand and saying, yes, God, like, we will. Um, we want girls in Tanzania to know their identity and their calling. That they they don't have to walk around with the lies that they've been carrying. That they don't have to be identified as as just a a, a person that can be sold uh, to be to be a wife. Like you, mm-hmm. you that's yeah. not all your identity has to be. Like that you can change your whole tribe. You can change your whole community. Um, and so I know that we desire to do that. Uh, but who else do we know that is making waves? In, our, in the world. One of my favorite people uh, is uh, Christine Kane. Yes. Um, I knew I, you were going to say I, her. Just, I <laughs> love her so much. And she is a powerhouse um, preacher, speaker. Um, and she can you, do some push ups too. No. Just say really. it. She can. Uh, yeah. But 
she's all over the world and if you get a chance to to hear her and if you don't haven't heard her go look her up and go listen to her too she's a really great book called um can i have and do it all please and i <laughs> love that book um That's it's great. not it's not one of her best sellers like she has a lot of really but great but it should be but huh? it should be in my opinion because i know i read it whenever i was coming out of college and and I was like, I want to have and do yeah. it all. Like, how do I do? I want yeah. to be you, Christine. Like, how do I do that? Like, I want, I want to, you know, but I read the her book. Is and no. Yeah. <laughs> but, but one of the things that she says is you can have and do it all. You just can't have and do it all at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, what wise words. Like, to make waves. Yeah, I know. It really is. Man. But to, if you think about it, to make waves globally, like, you have to have a time where you do ministry at home and time where you do it in the streets mm-hmm. and time where you do it internationally you can't do it all at once yeah. you know yeah. and even, well mm-hmm. even like sorry to, to tag on that like even the ministry that you're doing at home mm-hmm. is probably going to have a global impact yes. like we we have to be we have to think generationally yes and we have to think not just of ourselves and like personal destiny like that's cool and all but like what does God want to do through the generations he's the right. God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob mm-hmm. like he wasn't thinking of just Abraham he was Ooh, thinking no. of like <laughs> Sorry, it's good. Like all those other people that were going to come after them mm-hmm. and like what kind of impact that was going to have. So when you're making waves for Christ, like, or, or, and don't think like, don't think that what you're doing is so little that it's not going to have an impact. Like right. you make a difference just by talking to your brother right. who may be called to save millions of people. Right. Like you just don't know. You just don't know. You don't know. I Our mindset should always be like the kingdom. Our children, our children's yeah. children, their children, their children, you know, like. All that stuff. Your friends, they're, you know, three people can talk to three people that talk to three people, you know, and suddenly there's like a million people that have been impacted by the gospel. So, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, and that's what I, I was just trying to look up a, a girl on Instagram. Her name is, uh, her, her company or her Instagram name is Simply Loved Co., and uh, she's 15. I talked with her a, a couple months ago, oh, and yeah. she wanted to just go sell everything and just go live oh, overseas yeah. and do mission work. And her mom said, you're 15. You can't do that yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, what she did start doing was she started making jewelry and selling it uh, for fundraisers for missions and donating to missions. And I'm like... I, I'm like, how sweet is that? Like, that's amazing. You go, girl. Like, you you may <laughs> yeah, not be so. able to physically go yet, uh, but you think about sowing seeds, and you're going, mm-hmm. I'm I can't go, but I'll help send somebody. Yeah. And you're right. That generational thing is huge. I know that even I was smiling a couple weeks ago. There was two girls who came to one of those Bible breakfast things that I've you know been a part of, mm-hmm. and they were in Peru doing ministry a few weeks ago, and. I love seeing their Instagram posts as they were over there doing mission work for a short-term mission trip. And I was just like, go girls, make waves, you know? And and you just think, like, you never know who you minister to in your own school or in your home, like, what they may end up doing, you know, for for the kingdom. Some of the biggest people got saved by, some of the biggest, like, heroes in our faith got saved by people, like, who we would never know. Right. Because they decided to go do a crusade or they just decided to pray for that one person. And now... We all know Billy Graham, or now we all know, mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't even think of people. Right. But, like, can't think of names. I can't think of anything. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it all starts with that, like, one little thing, and it's, like, just just be the vessel and just do what he wants you to do. I think, too, though, like, we really made waves when we were in Africa, like, 
and we did that um, radio show. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? That went out to, like, millions of people, and we were just in that tiny room just recording, like, our little messages, like... Right. That wasn't even on our plan, really. No. No. They were like, come do this. (laughs) Come do this. And we're like, okay. (laughs) I was so nervous. (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. And we had the translator, who was the nicest man in the world. Good old Inkongi. Yes, we love Inkongi. (laughs) Hi, Inkongi. Um, (laughs) And, um... Yeah, that was really cool, but, like, I, as you were saying that, like, what what has, like, that global impact, like, I think we did, and we didn't really even think about it, and we kind of didn't think about it much after that, because it was just such a random thing that we right. did, and then we, then we were, like, rushed off to do the next thing, but that was cool, and you never know who happened to turn on the radio that day and hear an encouraging word, um, and the Lord spoke to them, and it changed their life, or it just gave them hope. I think right. we sowed hope that day, like, that was so, yeah, that was so right. cool. awesome (laughs) and I think don't underestimate I know like social media is used for so many different things and people rant on social media but like you can use it for God's glory like whether it is posting scripture Mm -hmm. or maybe you can testify about something on there yeah um students I just want you to know like you can transform how social media is used for his glory. That is true. Um, yeah. You don't have doesn't to. doesn't all have to be your face. Right. Oh, exactly. Get your face off of it. Sorry. <laughs> no more duck faces. Um. I'm posting a scripture with it. Right. It doesn't not, go together. It doesn't. It's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I may be stepping on toes, but come on. No, step on the toes. Come on, guys. We all know what you look like. We love you. You're beautiful. Well, I think the, <laughs> the best way to to start making waves is really just to get along with God and ask him, like, what do you want mm-hmm. me to do? Absolutely. And to pray about it, listen, and then just get on with it. Pray, pray, listen, obey, repeat. It's that <laughs> same <do>. old thing. <laughs> um, well, that kind of concludes and wraps us up with our What is Waves series that we've been doing. And we hope that you uh, just feel more equipped and empowered uh, yeah. to truly start making waves at your in your home and in your community and in the world. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.